Welcome to the About Epic Time podcast for OGs only. You are one of a very small group of subscribers, and this is our, how do we call this? If we were skiers, this would be off-pissed, wouldn't it, guys? That's, I think it would be off for a piss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is awesome. That, look, the, the metaphor, the off-piss thing is real because it's this is there's just less there's less tracks in the snow. There's there's a smaller group of us. We're kind of going adventuring. We tend to not really flinch or or we don't really recoil from any subject or any question or anything, do we, guys? Like this is we've had some pretty interesting chats on this little channel, and it's it's it, as we always say, this it's a nice place to be able to to say the stuff that perhaps we we couldn't necessarily not no, not not couldn't say publicly. But uh, just, just perhaps we don't need to be so diplomatic. <laughs> I think that's what I'm trying to say. There's it, more it, responsibility in that channel, the other big channel, because it's just, you know, for better or worse. And look, we're very flattered that there's a lot of people listening. But th- this is more probably us hanging out because we, we and again, this isn't to say that we're not friends, but we just don't call each other and say, let's have a chat, guys. This is us having a chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This, this, this is our catch up. Yeah, and look, and in the vein of that, guys, George, you're very excited. Let me keep you that way because it's been an exciting week in, in not watches in the world around us, and that's been this bloody Barbenheimer thing. This these two movies that have just taken the world over, taken the world by storm. Have you got swept up in it, or is it just me? Um, I actually, some friends of mine popped over uh, today. uh, That was quite interesting, and. Uh, one of them has dyed the, uh, dyed his hair like Ken, and I'm like, That's commitment. you are amazing. Oh, and- right. I'm going to have to do some research into this because I have absolutely no idea what is going on. Okay, um, <laughs> look, I'm, I, I think you were just Scottish calling out. out of that kind of- uh, Yeah, Glaswegian uh, cave. No, look, it, in a nutshell, <laughs> look, and the, the interesting thing is, so that obviously the, there's a, the two, two of the biggest movies of the year were released on the same day, July 21, that was Barbie and Oppenheimer. And they, they've never been two more dissimilar movies to somehow collide in one big release day. And they played off it. They've, they've turned themselves into a double bill. And I, I went to both of the movies within 24 hours because I'm an absolute hype beast and I'm just a sucker for a, a hype situation. And since then, a lot of the media outlets, including Time and Tide, Hadinki and so on, have been covering the watches in these movies. So rather than just getting into the hype of the movies and necessarily even talking about these movies, which we can because there's certainly a brand that you you quite like in Barbie, George. I don't know if you picked that up, but there's a there's one of your brands that means that people have to drink if you talk about it. That yeah, might you, have mean, a, you mean Tag Heuer, and I'm not even wearing a Tag Heuer today. <laughs> I, I, I've put a, oh, we uh, should do the wrist. What, what is on the wrist before we get into it? But we're going to do it. We're going to talk about watches and movies today. Okay, I've got, I've got something that's a bit of an odd oddball. I've got a, uh, and I've just realized I've just damaged the strap on it because I've got to be really gentle on this, but I've got an Omega Geneva. Um, and is... it is a space-like. Uh, it yeah. was one that the I kind of thought... Eye. I thought felt um, space race, uh, nuclear world type scenario, not Oppenheimer in the sense of Oppenheimer, but I felt that this kind of was one of those watches that felt like it was in that that vein. This is um, it's a 70, 60s, 70s, um, and you can see I've even, uh, the strap has damaged, but this was a, another one of my finds in a flea market. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love that the strap actually is integrated so you actually screw the back on through the strap 
Oh, no um, And so you yeah. can't, it's a nightmare to change the strap. You have to get a proper die cut for the strap. But I love it. And it's one of those that it's got this wonderful burnt brown and, and silver dial. So I don't know. I, I just was trying to figure out what felt that way. I was thinking, do I go Tag Heuer and, and Barbie or do I go more Oppenheimer? And I thought this kind of felt like that mm-hmm. nuclear world. Um, Adrian, over to you. What's on your wrist? I, I, I'm wearing a, a really rare, um, and I, I don't often wear it, uh, Rolex Explorer. And <laughs> 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 I have to be honest, all, all my watches are hidden away <laughs> in, in the safe. And so I'm not planned. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get mine. Just give me two seconds. I'm, I, I want to show you guys something. So bear with me because I don't have it on right now. Give me a sec. George just held up a card that says "fake it." <laughs> now that's some that's some good listening. Now I wanted to to show you this. So obviously I've talked a lot about this watch, and and I think it's probably borderline getting boring. But I got oh. new, I got a strap for the Hublot that's got oh, it's got my a God that's oh I like that and it's kind of got a camel. Oh, it's a green. It's olive. It's because my favorite color is this khaki olive green, and it's like so it's like a leather. I think it's um lamb. L- lambskin leather upside and then rubber underside. So, so I'm, I'm going to have to email Hubler right now and ask him to give me, send me one of those. No, to, to do borrow. you know what you should do is ask them that they should take it back from Andrew. Um, I think that would be the kind of thing. <laughs> George, they, they should request <laughs> it back and just say, "I've seen it on Andrew's wrist. Do you think I could I could borrow that watch after he's done with it?" Yeah, oh, man, what a it's fun. got a lot of my memories on Adrian. I'm not sure you want to. <laughs> 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 I've really oh, liked it. Really, really. really. <laughs> what, what 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 is the watch called? A Big Bang. It's a Big Bang. Uh, 42 Andrew edition white ceramic <laughs> Andrew summer 2023 um, no, now you... white now it was originally black but now it's white <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, the yeah the big bang 42 white ceramic unico so it's got the manufacturer flyback which is something that no hublot hater can complain about there's no no solita in this watch so that's been my thing but i i just wanted to try it in my favorite color and this has just been because it's a really easy strap change system like you can the strap change system's actually in the shoulder like in the in the actual lug that between those two screws so it's really easy it's really so that that's been yet another little tick in the box for for that watch but hey guys let me get to the to the point here i wanted to ask you specifically because what i realized watching barbie and oppenheimer and by the way, I give Barbie three stars and I give Oppenheimer like four and a half, maybe even five. So that, that's my quick, oh. quick review of those movies. But um, the thing that dawned on me is that I don't think that many watch inclusions in movies do bugger all for the brands or for yeah. the sales. That is my controversial watch opinion. I saw umpteen Hamiltons in Oppenheimer. How many Hamiltons are they going to sell because of that movie? I reckon it's a also big, a very fat obscure Hamilton donut. as well. There's yeah. just there's multiple models, so there's not actually any sort of. And again, this just shows that because we stock Hamilton in Australia, I I am absolutely besotted with the brand. But do I think they've gained any leverage, any advantage by all their movie 
spots. I think indie is the first one where they're starting to get it right, the new indie film where they're actually really marketing the Bolton as the indie watch. But think about it, Tenet, all the Christopher Nolan movies use Hamilton. I don't reckon I can link any of Hamilton's watches to those movies, apart from maybe the Murph. The Murph was a good one because, again, they sort of focused on a single model. But my controversial watch opinion is that I reckon we make a much bigger deal about watches in movies than most people could even remember. So what do you guys think about Andrew, that? Andrew, can I, can I throw you two things, okay? You don't have Bremont, to ask. Just do it. Bremont and uh, Kingsman put Bremont on the map in a different way. When do you think so? What do you oh, think, Adrian? Because so I'm not much. sure. I'm not sure. Uh, and then Sigourney Weaver and the Aliens Watch. This, the weird psycho? My, my, my feeling with this is that it's the only benefit to watch brands putting watches or making a thing about watches and movies is that it simply gives press another thing to talk about. It simply but gives- only specialist watch media press, which is this tiny, tiny little niche exactly, press. Exactly. And it's, uh, but, but it's, uh, it, Hamilton won't have paid for these watches to be part mm. of them. You think they would? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, it's a hell of a lot not of money. Not a significant, not, not compared to Bond money. Yeah. I'm going to say the exception to the rule is Bond. Bond is it, that is it done to but, perfection. Yes. Yes. And, and, but, but that is, that is kind of, uh, it isn't, um, a universal, it isn't a balanced relationship, but it's much more of a, a thing, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's an activity and, and people are excited to see the new Bond movie. And they're also equally excited. The watch geeks are equally excited to see what Omega are going to do. Um, but I think for everything else, it simply gives watch press a reason to talk. Um, and if, if, if Hamilton are paying for these watches to be part of the, the movie, yeah, then the, the, for me, that just seems silly. IWC and Top Gun Top was Gun. very good. Yeah, was but it wasn't good. because he wore but, a Porsche design watch. And then no. he didn't promote it. Well, it was good in the movie. Like, they paused on it enough to see the logo. But... I know, but then they did the stopwatch. So there is there is each time when you look at it. Adrian, mm. I, you know, this is my problem is. I, I feel like the Top Gun connection is a good one because I feel like that's, that's part of their DNA yeah. is pilot watches and they have a, a genuine history in, in aviation. Whereas this, this Hamilton connection, I don't feel is, is strong enough. And it's, it's not an interesting enough thing to talk about it's for, mm. for someone to sit down and, and there's write not a, a hook there, because there the watch doesn't play any part in the it's, movie it's, it's like talking about the shirt that the actors wore or the mm. jacket it's it is just a piece of costume as opposed to a usable <laughs> tool that that, that that they have like in let top me, gun or like let in, me ask you guys another gun. question and just give me a straight up yes no on this because let's just say you're the boss of hamilton and quentin tarantino comes to you and says hey i'm doing this movie called pulp fiction and there's a placement of a watch in this movie. No one is going to forget this scene. Do you want to? Be, do you want to be the Christopher Walken? Up Look, the I ass? quote that multiple times. Would you take that deal? Let me just ask you straight up. I it would. has to be. You would take it <laughs> if they said, it. "I'll make it a Bamford watch." <laughs> Honestly, I would take it because I, I, I just I reference that that so many freaking times because that's memorable, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Adrian, you look tortured. I love it. <laughs> if they put a Bark and Jack or Jack and Bark uh, strap on it and said, hey, you know, this has got a unique strap that fitted it somewhere and it kind of... You'd have to take it. 
I don't know. It's 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 a challenging thing because on one hand, we we can look at a lot of these relationships and and think that there's not enough in there to do anything with. But on the other side, if if a if if a film didn't make a thing, because because a watch can make an outfit, it can say something. If you think about uh, the 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 gold tag Hoyer in Wolf of Wall Street, exactly. Yeah. The, the, that perfectly adds to the character of yes, you're right. Wolf of Wall Street, and and so I, I feel like the the watch much more than a jacket, much more than a shirt, because a shirt can be from anyone, whereas a watch it is much more of a storyteller. Um, and and I, I just feel like these these Hamiltons in particular for me that it's not doing anything exciting, uh, but the the gold plated tag Hoyer uh, that was on Wolf of Wall Street I feel yeah. like that adds to the character just like with James Bond and in a similar way and to a less, lesser extent uh, within Top Gun. So okay, let's go to Barbie then. You know, does it does it work in Barbie? I haven't seen Barbie, um, but I look at tag Hoyer and that and. I think it's a it's an unusual connection on that the gold Carrera. Um, it's just like George. I've got to tell you, you don't see it. It's become oh, really? because his costumery is so over the top, and he's wearing like mink and two pairs of sunglasses, and like it, it definitely it looks like costume jewelry because they're actual they're vintage Carreras as well. There's solid gold vintage Carreras in the mix. So Jeez, for a so watch lover, I'm looking at it going. Type. Oh, they're they're, they're classics, wow. but they're used in the movie's so satirical and his character's so over the top and gauche that I just I came away going, and I texted Mika Berendt, who's the guy who yeah. puts watches on celebrities, and I'm like, dude, you need a raise. There's a scene where he triple wrists. There's three. There's a tag on. I want everyone to take three shots because there's a tag. There's two tags on his left wrist and two tags on his right wrist and one tag on his left. And so it's the ultimate exposure. But I just don't know. I came away thinking not everyone just thought that that was amazingly on point costume jewelry. So I just want to raise that the art of a proper watch placement, as you said, Adrian, is is a tricky thing. It ain't just I'm going to get my watch in the movie because if you'd have asked anyone, did you see the tag Hoyers in the movie? They'd be like, did I see the what in the what now? <laughs> oh, the watches. Yeah, yeah. The the gold ones. The, that was great. Uh, you know, that they would, I just don't think there's any extra halo from it unless the actor has to talk about it or it's in the script or, yeah. Because the time, the time thing was such a big part of Oppenheimer. I do wonder if Jean-Claude Bivol was running Hamilton, would he have said to Christopher Nolan, you've got to work in... A countdown clock, you've got to work in. He would have done that. He would have got yeah. them to, to make a lot of Hamilton dial if shots. You're paying, if you're paying the big bucks, you'd go, yes, this is, um, this is something that you'd look at. Uh, you know, I think there is other watches that do, do connect in the watch world. I was trying to think about, uh, you mentioned um, Quentin Tarantino. I was thinking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought that was... The Citizen, I thought, was amazing. That was amazing, the bullhead, yeah. Yeah, the bullhead. And I was just like, I was Googling it and Googling it. But only going, the geeks do that. I, just, I know, I know. But but then I was also then thinking to myself is, is um, Six Underground uh, with Ryan Reynolds wearing the Chopard um, Mila Mila XL. Um, mm. I, I, that's why I did the Chopard Desert Racer, because of that film. 
exactly because of that film. There was I saw Ryan Reynolds and I wanted that. Is watch, that right? Yeah. So I did not. So it works on you when it works. It when it works, really, it, it works. You you just go, oh, that works. You think about um, Panerai and Sylvester Stallone. They daylight, have a lot. Daylight changed their history. Daylight changed the future of Panerai. You think about. Mm. Um, something like um, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger with uh, with uh, AP. AP. You know, mm-hmm. these things. End of days. You you think about them and you go, they but really do. Connect what about you, Adrian? Do you have a laundry list of times that you've noticed watches in movies, or are you just kind of sitting there going, no? The last time that I I thought about a watch in in a film was that that chess that girl who yes. played chess. Um, um, oh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. yeah. Just timer. No, I, I, I don't. I don't go back mm. and try and research it. I, I, maybe this is a cynical side coming out. For me, it's either a fake costume prop, or it's a paid placement, and and so I'm I'm not overly fussed about it. No, in Top Gun, I was looking out for the watches because I I knew of the connection, um, and so it was kind of actively in my head. But apart from that, no, I I, I do appreciate it when it's done very well, like like mm. in Wolf of Wall Street. And I, I I feel like it's it's one of those things that catches your eye. And I don't. Know I if think that's that might have caused a, or, or something a rush different. on vintage solid gold tags. Like I think when it's I I compl- I think you've just summed it up perfectly because f- the ultimate example is Mad Men and that was Derek there was a guy in Canada called Derek Deer who was actually brought in to be a watch prop advisor because a couple of the directors had had their fingers burned by putting period incorrect watches in movies and there's a couple of absolute clangers that we love to to just sort of relish in in time and tide which is the in uh, what was that movie with Ben Affleck with the hostage situation uh, that he had a, a Rolex that was like ten years released ten years after the movie was oh. set. So when it goes Argo. wrong, if, is it that's Argo? it. That's it. Argo. I was about to say Fargo or something, like, but it's Argo exactly. And so things can go horribly wrong. So Derek was brought in so that every single watch in Mad Men was not only period correct, but was the kind of watches that would be worn by advertising guys in what was it Madison Avenue. Like there was a very specific cohort and what they usually wore the the most, you know, the, the coolest watches at the time, including like Boulevard Accutron and these watches that were being released that were just the most desirable watches at that time. So when they get it right of like being period correct, absolutely spot on for the characters, it enhances the movie. It enhances your love for those watches. There's What was the watch, the Tudor Tuxedo, George? It was the watch that Derek oh, put yes. on. Remember that one? Yes. Um, so Derek said that John Hamm had a choice of what he wanted to wear and he was deeply thoughtful about what he would choose. And he says, no, nah, he's not a Rolex guy. He, he wants something with, with more dressy style because uh, Rolex dress watches at that time were, were quite plain, whereas Tudor had this watch, the Tudor Tuxedo. Again, I, I might, I'm just completely off the top of my head here, but it, it's a really stunning monochromatic dress watch design that, again, Tudor doing really, Tudor's always been an interesting counterpunch to Rolex, and I think that's another good example. But, yeah. I'm just wanting to jump into some things that I think are a little bit misstepped. So one of them is Jaeger Lacoutre going into the Marvel world. I thought that was a misstep by Mm Jaeger Lacoutre. 
Uh, I can't remember which character they were on. Doctor but Strange. Okay, there we go. You know, yeah. you know this world better than I do. Um, the other thing is, um, there was another one that I thought was a bit of an odd, odd push. I'm just trying to remember which one it was. Um, what did you think of the Doctor Strange? Because a high, super complicated JLC in a movie that's like a popcorn blockbuster was was pretty odd. I didn't think it worked. I did like, if we're talking about Marvel, I did like the Dora the Explorer one in Iron Man 3 because uh, it just <laughs> made me smile because I was just like, that was such an anti-hero uh, kind of uh, watch that I just thought actually that worked. Um, the one thing I did love, and I can't remember the full name of it, there was a Brightling in Thunderball that was a James Bond movie, um, oh, yeah. and he used it, was it for time, radiation. Wasn't it? Was it top time? Yeah. Yes, it was a top time. I think mm. it was. And he used it as a radiation watch um, to check the Geiger counter. And I thought that was just See, a that's, really that's cool yeah. watch. When, when, when it's genuinely part of the story and it's being used as opposed to just a wrist check or or just a little a little flash, when it's part of the script, that's when I'd, I'd, I find it fun and, and it really triggers something. In, in and, and maybe that's what watch brands need to focus on is, is mm-hmm. not just paying... I, I, I feel sad that Hamilton's paid money. I, I really like Hamilton. I'm a big fan. I, I don't want them mm. wasting cash on on something that's going to. George, we can't confirm that. that. That's George's. I, I'm. I can't confirm. I think they've paid something for the association, and yeah. that is a part of their marketing. Like they market off it. Like they they sponsor the uh, the Actors Choice Awards or whatever. Like they're very. It's a part of their marketing armory. There is something always on mm. these things because I was I, honestly, if someone wants a brand i'm like hey i'm here and they're like how much are you gonna pay so i i do know on that side on these things but maybe i'm not the right fit um and we talk about fit so that's a different scenario the other thing i wanted to talk about was there was a watch that i googled for yonks and i still googled and i can't find a good quality <laughs> one and that is the one in jaws um and it, i think the company is called al start or Al. yeah it's, it's, it's oh, yes. restarted yeah. um and, well it stopped in the i think the mid 70s 80s style but that was the jaws watch and it was that black and white and i just remember you know when you ha- see it on a wrist and you go yeah i remember mm-hmm. that Mm-hmm. That was one of those. And that's where I'm just saying is you think about the biggest iconic movies that have a watch that's memorable. Paul Newman, De- Daytona, you've got the Steam McQueen, Monaco. Um, you've got these icons that became so, you know, Le Mans. The Steam McQueen, Monaco was bigger than the actual movie. Le Mans <laughs> was a failure as a movie, but the watch has made a success you think about paul newman when he was actually that poster in italy of him wearing the thing the what the, everyone wanted to be paul newman but actually they wanted the watch the paul newman data owners carried on you think about some of these watches that have really been associated with something cool can i digress quickly and ask you guys i want to tell you i was about to say don't tell anyone but I guess, which I guess it's a perfect thing to discuss on this before we get to the live stream. But I had a sneaky DM during the week from a chap that said, Hi, Andrew. I'm wondering if you're interested in purchasing a brand. And I wrote wow. back, I'm like, uh, Sorry, a, a brand. And he said, Yeah, this is a very significant brand from history that, that is dormant. And I was like, Well, no offense, but I don't think there's any brand that's significant in history that's dormant. But, <laughs> but do tell me more. That doesn't work. <laughs> and you know what? He, I'm just going to say it. 
he then said to me, the brand is Harwood. So I'm like, uh-huh. And I'm sort of thinking, mm, I actually do that. The name does ring a bell. Obscure brand. I look into it. They claim to be the makers of the first automatic movement ever. And after this call, I checked with a few people, including a chap that bought Nevada Grenshin, and I'm, we, we don't need to say his name, George, but Nevada Grenshin and Volcane and others. And he said, oh, yeah, I know that brand. And he said, how much does he want? And I said, he said he thinks that he's offering it to me at a great price for 3 million euro. <laughs> this is all in DMs. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was the strangest conversation. So, obviously, I bought it just with some pocket change. You know? um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, it's interesting, this idea of taking a brand from history that has had any claim to fame, whether it's a movie or, or something else, and uh, and giving it a second life. But that was just a funny story from the week that- Because my DMs, I don't know about you, Adrian, but I get some random stuff. Yeah, a lot of business is, is done in, in the DMs. It's, mm. I've, I've had some- the, the most recent one is is someone wanting to to buy my channel, not not a watch not a watch publication like normal, but really, but j- just a, a, I think they run a cake shop, and they they want to buy my channel for. Well, originally, they asked for seventy five grand. I said no, I got try, try close to a million, um, and then the the current offer is is three hundred fifty. Which seems like a and and does it then become bark and cakes or cakes and jack or <laughs> bacon Jake <laughs> bacon Jake oh, it sounds like sounds like a good time I baked I bacon Jake um, um, Harwood I I I've just whilst you've been talking I've, I've just had a quick look there's one good watch that you could bring out of history and then you could you could pivot the whole thing. I think it's a cool brand, but I I didn't million each boys. Just we just split it. <laughs> Problem is that I didn't know enough well about did. it, so, and I know obscure watches, and mm. that's the biggest problem. Is if I'm not if it's not hitting me, then it's like well you know and who's I, it I, hitting? I, yeah, it's a shit name to be fair. And yeah. you know, it sounds and, like office supplies. I haven't got wood for hard hardwood, so I'm yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, so guys, thank you. We we need, we're five minutes late for our own live stream. I feel like we're sort of le- leaving the bride up at the altar there, um, <laughs> guys. It's been it's been really fun. And look, today, you know, honestly, if there was an episode of our podcast that said watches in movies, I'd just skip it because it's. But I think we've done it justice. There's been some interesting stuff, new ground covered. Um, Adrian's not in for watch uh, watch inclusions unless they're scripted in, and and, um, and I, I do feel like the topic is overdone. I, 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 I feel totally like, agree. I, I, I feel like it's 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 too much of an SEO pull. I, I feel like yeah. a lot of publications want to cover it because you're hitting the the, the watch market and you're hitting the film market. Yeah, um, but I, I do feel it's an overdone thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. But we gave it a fresh coat of paint today, definitely, and we ended we ended up in a weird place, which I feel <laughs> is part of the offer of our little OG group. So thank you for being part of it. Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. to our tech team. Thank you to Darren, our audio engineer, who listens in. So he's he's this little square listening into us in all the recordings, and then he has to make our separate audio work together somehow. So. Um, Darren, you're magic. you're a master. You're a maestro. You rock, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Shall we get to the altar? Let's go marry this Let's lady. Go. All right. Yeah. See that you on the great. live stream. Thanks, Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye.